Hello and welcome to Star Wars, the best place for below average Star Wars. I'm your host Peter, as always, and this week is really special as I am joined by podcast royalty and the nicest dude on the planet, our first American host, Mr. Brian Balance. Brian, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I'll t- I'll take the first American uh, title. The other two, I'm not so sure about. But I'm, I'm glad to be here, dude. Congrats on your own show. That's awesome. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun. Um, enjoying it so far. Good, good. Just want to just want to keep going. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I love the tagline. The best place for below average Star Wars. That is hilarious. I love it. <laughs> I feel I, ra- I feel right for- at home. <laughs> Yeah, oh, well, don't say that. I mean, to be fair, the inspiration for the show comes from, like, obviously the show you and Savannah do, uh, the Doggy Diva show. Um, oh, stop it. Obviously, sort of, first, sort of first got me into Star Wars podcast was the first one I listened to. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. And then, obviously, off the back of that, I started listening to the Sky Talkers, which is the best Agreed. podcast yep. on the planet. By far. <laughs> um, yeah, so and I just thought, obviously, I'm not going to be that podcast. Yeah. I'm going to have a lot of fun. So I thought, let's not take it too serious and... Let's just have a fun slogan. There you go. I like it. I like it a lot. You're killing it. Yeah, man. Um, let's just dive straight in there. So it's been a quiet, quiet news week. Yeah. Um, obviously. <laughs> Nothing has happened. <laughs> as we record this, the trailer's dropping in a few days. Yep. It's on the way. So, so I just want to focus on the rise of Skywalker today. Of course. Let's do it. So we're going to start off with... Um, want to focus on items from star wars canon sort of since 2015 2014 when okay. sort of the canon got rebooted so to speak sure um and we're looking at things that we think might pay off in rise of skywalker okay i like it i like it because we are 63 days away from rise of skywalker so 63 that's it 63 days yeah oh man that's about, not long at all two months. yeah wow yeah exactly we're so, here we are indeed. It's uh, when that trailer drops on Monday. I know. It's going to be a frenzy. It's going to be nuts. It's another teaser, isn't it? Or is it a full-length is trailer? Do, do we know yet? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I just assumed it was the theatrical trailer. That'd be cool. Yeah, but I wonder I what they're going to do. So. Like, I wonder what the rollout's going to be, being that this is, you know, episode nine, like the last Skywalker saga movie. Like, what is, are they going to do anything different as far as rollouts go? With like trailers and TV spots and you know teasers and whatnot, I'm interested. I'm very interested. I hope we get less TV spots than we have had in the past because yeah. we've had quite a lot. Of, usually we get the trailer and then we get like a lot of TV, like over twenty TV spots sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> for um, Force Awakens and Last Jedi. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, so I wouldn't mind having less of those. Um, but I guess it's designed for get the general movie going public to. I mean, my, my money, you've got my money, my butt's in the seat. Yep, same. But 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 the general public on Star Wars fans, obviously, these TV spots get them going. So I understand that aspect of it, but I just hope there's a bit less because there's some aspects I would not rather see. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, for example, if you take The Last Jedi, um, there was a TV spot just before the movie came out where it's sure you're rear with Kylo's lightsaber. Yes. So straight out, I was like, oh my God, like what's going on there? And then obviously when you watch the movie, it's because she's... I think I would have loved that moment more if I hadn't seen her holding it. Sure, sure. But it's, because I sort of knew it was coming, it was a little bit sort of bit of a downer on it. It's very interesting but, what they choose to show, right? Like especially for episode nine. Like the first teaser trailer we get at Celebration has Palpatine's laugh in it. That's such a mic drop, you know? 
Oh, definitely, yeah. I mean, because I was... Let's just go back to that panel. That yeah. panel was crazy because, yeah. like, the laugh happened. Yeah. And then the title comes up because I hadn't said the title. So I couldn't focus on the title because I was dealing with the laugh. <laughs> and then I, was reading the, then I was reading the title and couldn't focus on the laugh. And I didn't know what to... My brain, like, just was boggled. It didn't know what to do. Oh, yeah. So when I came out, like, my cousin who I was there with, Adam, who usually hosts the show um, with me, um, who was a great host, and uh, we're missing him. He's back next week. Um, he was like, dude, like... What's wrong? You look like you're sort of like you're not happy. And I was yeah. like, no, no, it's not that. I'm just my brain's like melted. That needs to, needs to get put back together. Cause yeah, oh like yeah. The laugh was like so jaw dropping, and the title come up, and it was like, oh, what? I need to concentrate on that now, but I haven't actually concentrated on that laugh yet. It sort of sure. really, really through us. So it's um, just overload. Yeah. So and then obviously the whole dark ray thing and the little snippet we got at D23 was also a big giveaway. Maybe if that's that's where they're going with that character. Right. Um, so the, let that, it's one of those things where, like, if that's a plot point, like the Dark Ray, I hope it's... I would wish they hadn't showed us it. Like, if that's going to be a major part of the plot. Right, right. So that's, that's something that happens in the movie that'll be, like, a major payoff. Sure. I'm, in, I'm interested, so I, especially with, like, episode eight, because if you remember, in the movie... Ray takes her lightsaber and she like has it down and then she lifts it up. Whereas in the in the trailer beforehand, they reversed it as if she was like about to fight someone, and it was the other way around. So it's very interesting yeah. what they tend to do to kind of throw us off a little bit, you know. And I kind of like yeah. that. I I want to go in not expecting or not knowing what to expect, you know. Be surprised. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. That's what I'm after as well. So yeah, but it but the do show the cool things. Hey, go back to go back to Phantom Menace where they. Obviously, they made the decision to show the Dublin the lightsaber in the trailer. Yeah, true. Uh, but it made everyone lose their minds. Everyone go and watch the movie. The net so it was very, very well, very good marketing. Agreed, agreed. Um, so it's just about getting that balance. I think. I mean, I agree. But we will find out. I guess we will. I mean, it's sixty-three they, days. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. I mean, so if you just to talk about the trailer a bit more, it's coming on Monday. Sure. Um, so you were saying, obviously, we got Palpatine's Laugh-It celebration. Yep. Day 23, we got Dark Ray. Yep. Do you think we'll get something equally as crazy and powerful, like imagery or storyline hint-wise, in this one? I think so. I think this will be... Assuming if it's a if it's a theatrical trailer, I'm sure we'll get a little more story, right? If it's a teaser, I think we'll probably get another... Uh, reveal. I kind of hope this one is more like about the 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 secondary characters. You know what I mean? Because like you said, first one, you know, the Palpatine mic drop. The second one, Dark Ray. This one, I would like to see more about like Poe and Finn and Rose. You know what I mean? Like what what else is going on here? Like show me Claude in a trailer. You know what's Snap up yeah. to? I'd like to see that in this one. Yeah, because if you look at the Lego set that was released on Force Radio, obviously Snaps in the A wing. Yeah, oh, I'm so pumped about that. Um, so, is he flying one in the movie? I hope so. Dude, I love A wings. Yeah, I've been a bit confused by. Obviously, we've seen Poe's X wing get released as like yeah. for the 3.75 inch figures, the vintage collection. But then in the Lego set, he comes with a Y wing. Yeah, that's pretty interesting, isn't it? So I think maybe we're going to get quite a bit in this movie. Maybe, maybe. I. That's another thing I'm really excited about with this movie is like. The culmination. It's the last one, you know, in the, in this storyline. So, like, how many of the stops are they going to pull? You know, like, have have Poe said he can fly anything. Let's see him fly everything. 
you know? I like that idea. That's awesome. You know? And more aliens. I'm, I'm just, I'm so excited for more aliens. I hope, I, that's what I hope for the new trailer on Monday. I want to see more aliens. We've got to think, obviously, if they've, they've obviously shown the picture of Claude. Yep. That type of thing. Yep. They must be going, the show, uh, what's the joy maker called? Is it Boba Fink or Baba Fink? Babu Frick. Babu Frick. Yeah. So obviously, they've obviously teased him now. So I know. We are, we are getting some creatures, so maybe we will get quite a lot of those. That's what I'm hoping. In the trailer. Yeah. Dude, I'm pumped. Babu Frick, I'm already obsessed. I love How him. How big is he then? Is Tiny. He like size, size of a shin. Like yeah, shin. he's like the size of 3PO's head. He's a tiny little guy. And he's a droid builder. He's correct? a droid builder. I kind of, I have a theory that Matt Smith is going to voice him. Oh, Matt Smith, yeah. That's what I, I think. was in this movie. That's yeah. what I think, because they announced he was going to be in it, and then we've heard literally nothing since the announcement, right? So I was like, where's he going to be? Where's he going to be? And people are like, are you in Star Wars? He's like, I think I'm in Star Wars. I don't know. Like, if he voiced a character, you know, like John Favreau did for Rio. Yeah. Have yeah. Matt Smith be the voice of Babu Frick, who's clearly significant because he comes with the 3PO figure, you know? So, like, I am I hope he has a big role, and I kind of hope it's voiced by Matt Smith. I just think that'd be fun. Do you think that um, Babu Frick is going to be responsible for 3PO's red eyes? I don't know. That's the thing. Like that. Uh, that's the fun of this whole thing leading up to it. It's like, I have no clue. None of us have any idea. So I love the idea that, like, what does that even mean? He has red eyes. Like, is he in the middle of, like, just switching stuff and it's going through the colors? Is he, like, there's theories out there of him getting his memories returned? Like, what is going on? He's covered in weapons. He's got all of Chewie's stuff. Like, what is happening? Is he just carrying it or is he using it? You know? So many questions. I think he's using it. Yeah, that'd be nuts. I, I think it's really cool, but I just hope that doesn't mean anything bad has happened to Chewbacca. Yeah, for real, man. But I hope, yeah, I would like, I would like for Babu Frick to be like three PO's, like buddy, kind of like um, in the Han Solo books, uh, what was his name? Bullocks, you know, there's like the little guy inside of the droid, something like that. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, that'd be fun. I'd like that. So I'm just excited for more creatures, you know, more aliens, more stuff like that. Like, I'm pumped. Like I remember one of the guys who works on the creature effects team. Uh, was talking about, he said, every now and then there'll be a creature on set that is puppeteered so well that they forget that it's a puppet. And he was talking in reference to Babu Frick. So I'm like, let me really? see some of that. I know, right? How small he is, well, that's crazy. Yeah, that's... he's like he's like the size of a porg. That's special. But he's a person. That... I can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait. And he looks so cool. It's like a little monkey guy. Yeah, I was loving the way he looks. I like the way he looks like he's sort of, I don't know, he sort of looks like the type of guy who would like live in the junkyard. Yeah. Almost with the Jawas and he'd be like stealing bits of junk because he can use it to build droids and fix droids and customize droids with all this junk. Exactly. And he just looks feisty. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Is he, do you think he built Dio? Ooh, I didn't think about that. That'd be cool. Because he's like the size of Dio. <laughs> Yeah, because obviously seen Dio was like a custom-built droid on it. He's not like a factory setting. Right. Oh. So you get astronauts from the factory for use. He looks the same Dio. I got the impression that they said Dio is more like homemade. Yeah, I'd be down with that. That'd be cool. So maybe. Yeah, I'm for it. That's that. I'm for yeah. it. I'm excited for that as well because like Dio in the figures comes with Ray. 
So, like, Ray's got a new buddy? Because I'm assuming BB-8 is going to go back with Poe. You know, so I would like to see that. Maybe. I can see BB-8 going with maybe Finn. Ooh, okay. I can can see R2-D2 flying the X-Wing with Poe. If there's a final battle, that would be amazing. I'm I'm excited to see R two and in, in the front again. I hope I hope he's in the front again. You know, crossed. he's in the in the new like ads, like the promotional posters and stuff. He's up front. He's in front of Ray and everybody else. So Good. I hope. I mean, three PO's got clearly has a bigger role. You know, so I'm excited to see R two save the day one more time. Definitely. I mean, that's what that's what he does. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I love the I love the little hint we got in the Last Jedi where he was interacting with Luke. I know. Like, he is such a great character. He is. So I hope we get one more ride, one more hurrah out of Auto D2. Agreed. Agreed. I hope this whole movie is just one more hurrah. You know, like the final, this is it, let's do it. Everything is on the table. The galaxy is at stake. Let's go save the world. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna dive into Star Wars canon, so that's things that Let's do it. Movies, but sort of are involved in the sort of the storyline. Sure. The EU. Um, yeah. So I've got five things that I've picked out of Star Wars canon since 2014-15 when it got rebooted okay. uh, that I think might pay off in the Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Um, so first thing I want to talk about is The Force Truth, which obviously debuted in Shattered Empire. Yeah. Luke Skywalker. Great Luke Skywalker series. stole. Um, it was two trees, wasn't it? It was two trees, yep. He kept one. And then he gave he another one to Poe's parents. Yeah, so he stole two trees from an imperial uh, conservatory. Yep. Um, one of Palpatine's, wasn't it? One of these places where he keeps these artifacts and things. Yep. Um, and obviously he kept one, so we don't know where he put that. And he gave one to Poe Dameron's mother, who planted it on Yavin 4. Yep. Um, and that's all I know about them. Yeah, um, I mean, that's pretty much all we got from him. Yeah, but it's obviously quite... It's quite an important thing when you think about that force tree. I remember, in fact, I remember me and you when we met in Celebration in Orlando after seeing the new trail and we saw the old tree. Right. We yep. were like, we went to each other, like, is that a force tree? Is it not a force tree? Yeah. Um, obviously, the tree that you would have set on fire. Um, obviously, it's <laughs> not this force tree, but if there's two, there could be more. Right. Um, do you think we'll get a reference to those force trees that Luke stole? And also, if not, do you think we'll see any other type of force tree? I hope so. I mean, I don't know if we'll see those specific trees, you know? Um, but I do hope that Episode Nine is, like, hardcore force stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I want to see the force brought back into balance and, like, light side versus dark side. Like, big spiritual mystical stuff. You know? Because we haven't really dived super deep into it yet in the new trilogy. Um, we got We got closer in Episode Eight for sure with Luke's new force powers and the force bond and, and the tree and stuff. But I want to see, like, I, I mean, I hope there's force ghosts. You know what I mean? I'm secretly holding out for Qui-Gon, obviously. But I think it'd be the best thing if, like, force ghost Anakin showed up. You know what I mean? Oh, that, oh I want that. I yep. think that makes sense. Yep. Um, even in that, if you look at the first trailer, a thousand generations live in you now. Yeah, like, you know? These generations must have been talking to her. And obviously, we know Anakin's a ghost. We know Obi-Wan's a ghost. We know Yoda's a ghost. Yep. We know Luke's now a ghost. And I've not read it all yet, but is it true? You'll know this. Um, in, oh, what was the book called? You know, the 40th anniversary collective book? Yes. So the 40th uh, stories. Yeah, it's uh, from a certain point of view. That's the one. Uh, Call Your Grace story. 
Yes. Byron story, is that correct? Yep. It's called Master and Apprentice. <laughs> what a little tie in there to us. You know, um, it's like she was thinking about it ahead of time. <laughs> yeah. In that story, does she reference that Qui-Gon can be a ghost? She does. She does. In that there book, we, she mentions... I, Dude, I, I remember sending a tweet to Leland She at the time because I was like, is this... Is this saying what I think it's saying? And he was like, well, kind of, I mean... Because that was the thing about from a certain point of view was it was like canon adjacent is how they described it. Um, and yeah. I was like, oh, come on, guys. Don't tease me. Uh, but in that story, yeah, Qui-Gon did come back like corporeally. He beca- he finished his training on the other side. Um, but as to whether that comes through, I would be happy with a voice, really. Just have Liam Neeson record one line you know, to, to Daisy Ridley, and, and I'm, I'm golden. I'd be like, all right, cool. Star Wars is done for me. I, I, we've peaked. Um, but I would, love to, I would love to see them dive real deep into the, into the Force stuff, be it Force Tree or whatever it is in Episode Nine. Just pull out all the stops, man. Let's go for it. This is the, this is the last one, you know? Yeah, definitely. Dave will go to Yavin 4. Ooh, I didn't think about that. That would be cool as well to go to, like, past planets, you know, see how they're doing. I think that'd be neat. Because you've got to think, obviously, the, the, the recreate the set pretty good for Rogue One, so they've got no problem. Yeah, I mean, they could. Recreating Yavin 4. Obviously, we know there's a force tree there. Sure, sure. Um, so maybe Luke's went, oh, these force trees are here. Go go and meditate there. Go and train next to these trees. Maybe. I'm so down. Definitely. Uh, moving on from that, I'm going to talk about Ray Sloan. Let's um, do it. Grand Admiral in the Imperial Navy. One of the best the EU characters ever. 100%. Um, she's my favorite character in the last five years who I've encountered. Um, obviously, she's an Imperial Grand... Um, is she a Grand Admiral? She is a Grand Admiral, yeah. Grand Admiral, who's obviously in the fight after Palpatine's death. Yep. It sort of becomes involved in the fight for who's going to manage the Empire. Yep. She was um, at the Battle of Jakku. Yeah, and she's obviously not part of the contingency plan. That is true. But ends up inserting herself into the contingency plan. Yep. Um, do you think... I mean, we've not had a, we've not heard her mentioned at all in the new movies, but because she was so prominent in old canon, um, am I right in thinking that even before Aftermath, wasn't she involved in a Rebels novel? She was she in... Wasn't a grand yeah, she was in A New Dawn. Which was the first book of the new canon. Um, as a captain, as a crew. As a captain. And she, yeah, worked up the ranks and whatnot. And she's been in, I mean, she's been in multiple books. She's been around. She's an Imperial loyalist. Um, like you said, she does insert herself into the contingency plan. I mean, those are Imperial class Star Destroyers we see in the in the trailer for Episode Nine. It sure is, yes. You know, I mean, last time we saw her, she was an Imperial loyalist that went somewhere with the contingency. So... I mean, it's not outside of the realm of possibility. I would be so down. I love Ray Sloan. I think she's great. I think she's great as well. And while I'm happy with the content we've got, and I would take more books about her as well, yeah. I think it would be it would be brilliant to sort of glue it all together by For having sure. her appear in the movies. For sure. Um, so moving on from Ray Sloan, we're talking about Black Squadron, which is obviously Poe's X-Wing Squadron. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously they're not in The Last Jedi. That is true. We didn't see them die either. That is true. Because <laughs> they survived the um, assault and slack of the base. Yep. Um, if you read the Poe Dameron comic, obviously you find out why they're not there. Leia sent them on a 
on a mission elsewhere because she knows the chase is about to be on. Yep. Um, obviously, we've seen Snap Wexley, uh, Temin Wexley, played by Greg Gumberg, in the last trailer. Yep. Um, so we know he's back. Um, do you think we'll get, um, like, Jess back and uh, Kara Kuhn, who is Snap, I believe in the comics he's now, uh, she's now Temin's wife, is that correct? I believe so. So it will make sense for those characters to be there if this is the end and obviously connected that way. Right. I mean, I hope we see them, yeah. I mean, because that's the other thing is, like, you got to explain where they were, you know, because he was all over the place in Seven, uh, speaking of Snap. Uh, So to bring him back, it's like, all right, where were you at the Battle of Crate when we almost got completely wiped out? You know, you got a little explaining to do. Um, And then what were the fruits of your efforts? You know, like, did it work? So, yeah, I, I mean, I hope we see them. I like Jess Pava. I like Jessica Henwick a lot. Um, so yeah, I would she's like, great. I would like to see her back. I would like to see Poe flying with his team, you know, because it's like this. So far in the sequel trilogy, like, the good guys have been on the run. You know, the bad guys have been winning. Um, episode 7, you know, they blew up Starkiller Base, but then immediately were chased by the Supremacy. So it's like they're down to, like, 20 people in the Resistance by the end of Episode 8. You know, one yeah, ship. one ship. So I'm like, okay, where do we, where do we go from here? You know what I mean? Like, we have a spark. Let's see what that fire looks like in episode nine. Yeah, definitely. Cause I think it'll be great. Obviously, we've got to rebuild the resistance essentially from scratch. Yeah, so exactly. The, the fact that Black Squadron weren't there, but they were sort of out looking for help, um, and also like a tie-in with kind of Battlefront Two story campaign. Yep. Um, you've obviously got. Um, I'm rubbish for names today. Uh, Janina Gavangos' character. Yep, Iden Versio. Iden Versio, that's the one. Uh, obviously, her daughter um, yep. turns up turns up at Dakar just before the first horn arrive, and Leia sends them off on a mission to find more people. Yep, with um, Shriv. So, yeah, with Shriv. So maybe, maybe her and Shriv are going to turn up with a group of people. Maybe Black Squadron turn up with a group of people. Lando's going to turn up with a group of people. And then before you know it, like resistance is starting to build back up. That'd be so... I would get so hyped. Can you imagine if we see, like, Shriv in the background of, like, a scene? Oh, that would be awesome. You can oh, right? Because you could, you could just have... Imagine you could have um, Shriv and Aiden's daughter just having a little chat in the background. You could. Quite close. Oh, that'd be so cool. Definitely, because this is what I thought about, obviously, when Leia loses hope at the end of The Last Jedi, yep. before, Luke rest- before Luke restores it, um, say that no one's answered the call. Right. I've always interpreted it as like nobody nobody ignored the call. I always thought essentially you don't know how far away these people were who received the call. Sure. Like they so could be on it, their way, but we're not sure. Yeah, or maybe they got the call and then I'm sure all the first orders there will rendezvous maybe they meet up with the Falcon later. Sure. Because like even if like these little rebel say rebel seller heard the call and turned up they would have got decimated by the First Order. That's true. Because the whole, like, the First Order fleet is there. Like, look at how many war guys there is there. Yeah, for real. <laughs> um, so I, I've always thought maybe, I've always thought that, not that the call wasn't ignored and wasn't answered. I just thought, A, it was sent out with not a lot of time left. So even if, even when people heard the call, I think the events have already took place. And then the people would get in touch with Leia after. And I think that's where you're going to see the resistance rebuilding. Sure, I'd be down with that. You know, and obviously builds to the point where it can challenge the first order again. Yeah, I would love so to thought, see like a like a moment, like an end game. 
you know, when like all the Avengers assembled, you know, like I yeah. would love to see something like that, but with the resistance, you know, it's like, there's the giant fleet of star destroyers. Here's the resistance. And then like, let's do this. And then it just battle. You know what I mean? Like the biggest star war of it all. It'd be so cool. At the same time, having like a force battle going on between Ray, Kylo, Palpatine, and a force ghost or whatever. Like, I get so hyped just thinking about it. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's one of those things where I'm so excited for this movie. Yep. But then I also get like I don't want to say sad because it's not sadness, but like the fact it's like the end of like the Skywalker saga. Sure, like, it's like bittersweet. It's like, am I ready for that? Am I ready for that story to come to an end? And it's sure. Like, probably not, but I'm also probably never going to be ready because it's like my favorite story of all time. Yep, I agree. And these things have to end. So like my, like my favorite TV show of all time is The Shield. Nice. Star Michael Strickless. Yeah, um, Kurt Sutter, man. And, and to me, that show has the perfect ending. Um, sure. But did I want the show to end? Probably not because I love the show. But... It had the perfect ending, right? So it, it's sort of it's hard, it's complicated, isn't it? Like these things we love, but so I'm really pumped for this movie. I'm also like, oh no, like it's ending, right? What do right. I do? What do I do now? Type of thing. Obviously, there's going to be Star Wars after it. Yeah, this actual totally. Skywalker story, which like captivated my mind at like age four. Right. Yeah, I agree with it's you. Like, it's it's, 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 it's bittersweet because you you don't want it to end, but at the same time, it's better to end while you're on top. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want it to keep going until we're on, like, episode 20, and we're like, ooh, like, eight of those weren't very good. You know? Yeah, but if you can, like, definitely. if you can have this final thing, like, that's why I love episode six so much. Because episode six was, like, the perfect ending. You know what I mean? Everything was at stake. There's a second Death Star. The Emperor's there. We got a ground battle and a space battle happening at the same time while Luke is battling Vader. Like, this whole, everything is at stake, and then the good guys win in the end. And I'm like, oh, it's perfect. You know, is, so I would like I would like to see episode nine be like episode six, but on steroids. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I want. I'm hoping for that as well. Yep. Um, moving on from Black Squadron, I want to talk about uh, Mustafar and in particular Theodas Castle. Yes. Um, so it's been ref- obviously if you read the visual dictionary for the Last Jedi, Snoke has a ring that's made out of part of Theodas Castle. Yep. A stone. Um, Crazy. And obviously, yeah. And then obviously, we've also got Vader Immortal, the ILM X Lab um, VR series, which yep. delves into sort of what Vader's doing there. And it appears a lot in children's comics as well, and in the Vader comic, um, actually building the castle. Yeah, that's a big part so of that. good. So, do you think maybe we're going to hear it mentioned, or do you think we're going to go there in this movie? I would love to go there. You know what I mean? Because like it's mentioned in the visual dictionary, so we got to mention. Um, but I would love it if Kylo like went full dark side. Was like, how I'm the supreme leader now. How do I keep going for more and more power? You know what I mean? Like if he actually went to Mustafar, started going into Vader's castle and like looking for stuff to use to keep the galaxy in line, and like maybe rebuild his helmet on Mustafar. You know what I mean? Like I just think that'd be so cool because Vader would go to Mustafar and just sit there and, like, meditate and be consumed by the dark side. I think it'd be cool if we got a scene of Kylo doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think, like, full-on uh, him becoming Darth Vader. Yeah, I think that would be absolutely brilliant. I hope we do go there. Um, yep. I think it would be great to see it. I think 
it'd be great as well because like they introduced this design for Rogue One and then getting it here. Yeah, and right. Be, and it's just so subtle, but so simple, but so awesome. I agree. It's all sort of coming together. It um, would tie it all together as well with the sequel trilogy. Like having Mustafar there would bring in the prequel trilogy to the conversation. You know what I mean? Because like everything's so sequel now. And then with some legacy characters, we've got the originals. So if we had Mustafar in episode nine, it like ties the whole story together. Yeah, I'd be down. I'm, I'm I'm on board. I hope it happens. Same. Um, I think they've just they've mentioned it's in like, like I said it was it's in the Last Jedi. It will not mention, but it's on in Snoke's ring. Yep. Um, it it was in Rogue One. It was in the Darth Vader comics. It's in this VR series, which cost a lot of money to develop. Um, so it's quite it's quite central to a lot of things in canon. Right. For the last for the last like four years, so. I think they're doing that for a reason, I hope, and I think right. pay off. it looks like breadcrumbs. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Um, moving on from that, I want to talk about uh, everybody's favorite <laughs> um, force priest. Is he a force priest? Can we call him that? Um, yeah, he's, he's a, an elder of the Church of the Force, right? Something like that. I like force priest. That's a good idea. I like that. Yeah. So, obviously, Lor Zanteca. Lor Zanteca. Um, we got in Force Awakens briefly at the start, who I think scenes are awesome. Yeah, really does set up sets up for who Ben Solo, well, not Ben Solo, but who Kylo Ren is. Like, he definitely he cuts, him, cuts him down very viciously without even thinking. Yeah, an unarmed priest, and he, and they know each other. He's obviously a family friend, so he yeah. doesn't have a. So I think it does set up Kylo for being hardcore. <laughs> yeah, he's, a monster. He a, he's a very vicious monster when he wants to be. Yeah. And where deep down I don't feel he is that. Um, I'm very much on the boat of I'm like Ben Demishin. Right. Um, That's all right. But I think, I think when he he does do these like monstrous things, mm-hmm. and that that's where he gets lost. When sure. Doing these monstrous things takes away your humanity until one point you can't get back. So what I always said that it's like this: the tragedy of Anakin Skywalker is that he crossed that line where you don't know how to get back. Right. How how do you come back? So Anakin killed the Jedi. Turned on his best friend, attacked his wife. Yeah, but it, and he realizes pretty much straight away. I think that he's made a mistake. But it's like, how do you put that mistake right? Yeah, it's true. You can't. You just got. And if you read all the canon material about Anakin after that point, Vader, he just gets more and more angry because he's more and more sad because he knows he go, he knows he's made mistakes. Yeah, and I think if he, if he could go, he never says, but I think if he could go back, he wouldn't make those choices. But he did. And how can he make those things right? And that's the question answer is you can't. Sure. And when he gets the opportunity with his son, obviously he makes a choice that sort of redeems him. Right, right. But it takes all those years to get that opportunity presented. But if, if you went True. sort of... Because even if you just turn around and kill Palpatine, like, it wouldn't bring back his wife or his kids or bring back the Jedi Order. Yep, it's true. And he doesn't want to be Emperor because he... It's sort of, he never really, sort of the big flaw in the Sith with him is sort of what like, leads them to become extinct. Or sort of believe is that the apprentice is meant to want to kill the master. Right. I don't think Anakin ever wanted to like kill Palpatine to take his place. Might want to kill him because he didn't like him, but he never wanted to kill him to take his place. He never craved that. Sure. Especially at the end. Like he definitely, I'm sure he thought about it in episode five when he was like, you know, join me and we'll rule the galaxy as father and son. But I don't think it was like, it, like there were a lot of things that led to that decision. You know what I mean? It wasn't just like I want to rule the galaxy. It was like 
I have a son now, so what if I just killed Palpatine because he's a hatred thing? But then, I don't know. It was like Anakin, when he fell and became Darth Vader, he knew what he did and he lived with his decision, but was like constantly punishing himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was like his own, so, his own sort of like penitence, you know? Yeah. Crazy character. Definitely. So I think Laws on Tega, getting back on point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the crazy thing about Star Wars, isn't it? It's just tangents everywhere. For real. And having me on your show, what were you thinking? <laughs> well, I love, I love tangents, so yeah. I, don't, I don't mind it. Yeah, you called the right guy. But yeah, Laws on Tega, an unarmed force priest cut down by Kylo Ren. Yeah. Um, so yeah, do you think maybe obviously he's obviously very well. He's in the Paul Dameron comic as well. He's very well connected to the Skywalker family. Yep. Like he has his piece in the map. Yep. So he knows where Luke is. Sure. Um, I don't know how he got that, but he obviously must well be well connected. Right. Obviously, Leia Organa, Luke's sister, trusts him quite a bit. Sure. Um, obviously, Ben knows him, so Caroline knows him. So, whether that be from his younger days, I'd imagine it would be. Um, so I don't think he's obviously. Laws on Tech is dead. Um, do you think maybe we're going to get maybe a reference to him or like a flashback? He's obviously connecting to the Skywalkers, connected to Ben Solo. Sure. I think we're going to. I think we're going to get a lot of Ben Solo in this movie. Do you think maybe we're going to get some Laws on Tech? I don't know if we'll get Laws on Tech specifically, but I kind of. I would be surprised if we didn't get something about the Church of the Force. You know what I mean? Like the order that he was a part of, like being. You know, maybe uh, they'll play a hand in the rise of the resistance. You know, well, yeah, yeah. I, was, I had this thought. I don't know why it popped my head, but in the the last, in the first, tri- no, I think it was in the day twenty three footage. Uh huh. There's a bit where it shows you like the main cast, and then it cuts to what they're looking at. Right. And there's like loads of people on loads of fabrics, and there's like. Yeah, they're not, like Burning Man. Fires, <laughs> like, like yeah, like dust works going off. Right. And like I thought, oh, like is that the Church of the Force? Right, yeah, I'd be down. Like it has like Jetta feels to it, you know. Yeah, yeah, like I definitely have that sort of like force like feel, and I thought like maybe that's the Church of the Force. Yeah, I'd be down. I'd be down. Um, so maybe we'll get not laws on Tega, but maybe we'll get Church of the Force. Sure. Um, I mean, this I'm not mentioning this. Obviously, you've got Church of the Force. On the other hand, what are the acolytes of um, what they call the acolytes of? Acolytes of Darkness? Well, they, they're in the Aftermath novels. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Got, they think they've got Vader's lightsaber, but they're not sure, but they've got a lightsaber. Right. A group. I forgot about that. Yeah, you're right. Maybe. Maybe that's the opposite of the Church of the Force, maybe. Maybe. But we shall wait and see. But yes, yeah, so that, that was like my like, five things that I sort of think have been quite prominent in canon over the last five years. Sure, sure. And obviously we're getting the end of sort of this era coming. Right. 63 days. Yeah. Um, so have you got any other things that you think might turn up? Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's such a question mark, you know, because Palpatine threw me for a loop. You know, there's no way I ever would have expected that to happen. So by that being the first reveal of what we got for Episode Nine, it's like... I can't even predict what's going to happen because the unpredictable has already happened, you know? And that was the teaser. Like, it wasn't like that's going to be the biggest reveal of the movie, you know? It was like, this is the tip of the iceberg, and we imagined this would be, like, the biggest reveal ever of the movie, 
You know, yeah. it's like if they're giving us this as a taste, what are we about to experience? You know. Yeah, here's a question for you, Palpatine. Sure. Is he full bodied or is he a ghost? I think so. Here's here's what I think. Um, you can't be a force ghost with the dark side, right? Like just plain yeah. and simple. That's the whole point. Uh, through being selfless, and be, that's how you become one with the force and retain your identity. You know, Qui Gon, Obi Wan, Yoda, Luke. Now, um, so for for a dark side user to be able to do the same thing, I think would kind of discredit the whole thing. But in the Vader comics, we get uh, Lord Momin, right? So I imagine Palpatine is going to be something like Lord Momin or like the Sith that are uh, trapped in their temples in Knights of the Old Republic, you know, like Nagasato and and Ajuntapal and stuff like that. So I I would not be surprised if Kylo is trying to get more dark side and get more power and get more power, um, you know, to try and beat Rey and Luke and whoever. He's just trying to beat everybody. Um, I would like to see him find some like Sith artifacts that Palpatine kind of is still kind of connected to, kind of like a Horcrux sort of deal. You know, yeah. I would like to see that. I don't think he's still around uh, physically, but I also would not be surprised if Palpatine was pulling the strings the entire time, because episodes one through six, he literally planned all of it. You know, so if he's still like, if, if we find out that he was pulling Snoke strings. You know, like, he was talking to Snoke and telling him what to do in the same way that he played Dooku. You know what I mean? Dooku was around to try and test the metal of Anakin, and when Anakin killed Dooku, he was like, all right, cool, now I have a more stronger apprentice. Maybe Palpatine is doing the same thing, except it's Snoke and Kylo. Yeah, like that. That makes a lot of sense. Um, Just for those who don't know, obviously, uh, Lord Mormon, what is like a Sith Lord who died, whose essence is stuck to a helmet. Yep. Um... And also, I think, is it, I don't know if it's in the actual episode, but there's definitely a deleted scene, if not, where, oh no, it is, it is an episode. Um, obviously, Yoda goes to Maraban. Yes. And encounters Darth, Darth Bane, ghost. Who yeah, was, same. Obviously, voiced by Mark Hamill, Darth Bane. Um, yeah. And he's, um, he's sort of trapped to his tomb, isn't he? Yeah, same thing. I would love to see that, like, Palpatine do that, you know what I mean? But I like, I mean, my, my pie in the sky, like, biggest dream like tinfoil hat on like if i could have anything happen i would love to see palpatine like what's left of palpatine the force spirit ghost whatever the hell it is to uh fight force ghost anakin skywalker you know what i mean have anakin come full circle because he is the chosen one you know like george lucas straight up said he is the chosen one he's meant to bring balance to the force right so what if we had literally like a light side force ghost and a dark side force spirit fighting for the force itself you know i think that'd be so cool like battle of the titans style like everything rests on this while anakin is fighting palpatine uh you know ray is fighting kylo and like everything yeah just every you know what i mean like everything has led to this the biggest possible thing that can happen is going down in this movie. That's that's kind of like my my hopes uh, for episode nine. I would love to see that. Like, how cool would that be? Can you imagine? Oh, it would be epic. Uh, I can't even like. Right. Imagine like imagine that like the edit like s- s- skipping from like Ray Kylo to the Anakin Palpatine fight to the space right? ball in the air. It would be like as you said before. It would be like sort of similar to Return of the Jedi, but on on steroids. Yeah. Uh, uh, insane. Exactly what you said. I think that'd be so um, cool. Yeah. 
would be would be awesome. Um, I want to jump now and talk about we mentioned it. The trailer, the new trailer, yeah, Rise of Skywalker is coming this Monday. It's going to air during Monday Night Football in the states. Yep. Um, so we'll people in the UK either stay up and watch that or just catch <laughs> in the morning your way up. There you on go. On YouTube. Uh, I want to get you all like trailer predictions and hopes. Um, so see, I was in the impression, as I mentioned before, that it is the theatrical trailer. Yep. Because you said you think it might be the teaser trailer two. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've gone. If it's teaser trailer two, so what are you? What are you thinking? I might get, and what do you want? Uh, I mean, I kind of want, you know, everybody else. You know, we got the main players, we got everything else. I just want to see what else is going on. I would like to see more aliens, um, just because that's my thing. I kind of hope that we don't get very much. You know, and I feel that way about this one coming up and, like, all of the ones afterwards. Like, the less, the better. That way we're more surprised and more crazy things are revealed in the movie as opposed to, you know, beforehand. Yeah. Yep. How about you? I'd agree with those sentiments. Um, I think less is more with Star Wars because one thing Star Wars has on its side is music. Yep. Um, so if you just take the last, the first trailer, you've got a race standing in the desert. It's pretty boring if you think about it. But because of the heavy breathing, because of the way the camera pans out, the score, you get yeah. that sense of you get that you get that sense of importance, and it makes you like your 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 hair stand up on your arms, and it's if you actually break it down, if you look at it, it's actually nothing, nothing. Yeah, happening. it's true. But because of the way it's, because of the way they put it together and with the awesome music, um, it it means something. It strikes a it strikes sort of uh, strikes your emotions, um, so. For me, they don't need to show too many crazy things. They can just they can just show emotions, the feeling we're going to get in this movie, and that enough to get me excited. I agree. Um, but I, I think it's going to be a theatrical trailer, mainly just because like we're so close to the movie now. It's like sixty three days away from the movie, so like, yeah. if this if this isn't a theatrical trailer, when do we get that? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so the movie's coming quick. Um, so I think I think it's going to be a, a theatrical trailer. Um, so I'm hoping for a few more story points. Um, that's not all of them, but sort of just beats of what the resistance are doing. Right. Um, so do you know what it is? I wouldn't mind if we didn't get any pub at all. Yeah, I agree. Because then it would leave us going like, we don't know what's going on with him. We'll have to watch the movie to find out. Yeah. Um, so I think that would be great. I think it would be funny if they stayed away from Dark Ray as well, 100%. So it's like, we showed you Dark Ray. Yeah. Like, yeah we're not, again, come and see the movie because we're not going to show you. That's right. Um, it's like, you already know it's coming. You don't need to know anything else. Yeah. I agree. But I wouldn't mind seeing, obviously, we know Luke's a force ghost. Yep. So I, w- I wouldn't mind seeing that in the trailer. That'd be cool. That'd be neat. Um, so my hopes really are for, are for less is more. Really nice score. Lots of feelings coming from it. Like I said, I really wouldn't mind. I want to see four scores, Luke. Is my favorite character. Sure. Um, and I wouldn't mind seeing some spaceships. I want to see lots of spaceships. If it's going to be A wings, going to be X wings, going to be Y wings. Look like the. Um, I don't think it was a Tampi four, but it was a there was a, a blockade runner type ship coming out of hyperspace in the last trailer. Sure. It looked like. Um, and was that other ship? I would love to see. Actually, speaking of aliens, I want to see uh, some 
um, Mon Colors, so Mon Calamari's. Oh, same, same. Because here is a little theory I had. So imagine, because we don't know if Radis is dead, do we? That is true. So what if Radis rejoins the cause to like avenge Magnum Akbar? Ooh, that'd be cool. Because Stephen Thornton can come and voice him because he, he loves the character. He can come and voice him anytime. Do you know what I mean? So sure. I think it's totally within the realm. Again, it links it back to Rogue One in a very natural way. Yeah, I agree with that. Because um, I know there's a bit in the comics at the minute, uh, in the journey to Rise of Skywalker, there's a Leia goes back to Moncala. Right. That'd be but cool. But I don't know. I suppose the Akbar's son's there and there's a bit of awkward interaction because obviously Akbar's passed away. Sure. Um, I don't know what happens. I'm not ready. I don't know what happens. Um, I don't know who else is there. But we're obviously hinting that if you need ships, that's where you're going to go if you want big cruisers. Yeah. On first order. That's true. Um, as as we know, like the resistance is very good at getting like fighters and things like that. You can get them quite easily, either through people she knows on the black market. Sure. Um, but but big cruisers like the Mon Calamari cruisers, capital ships, very hard to get. But if you've got friends there, you'll be able to get them. Um, yeah. So yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing. I wouldn't mind seeing some some of those guys. Be even more if they show you Radis. Uh, that would be really exciting. Yeah, I um, totally agree. That'd be I love rest. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Um so yeah, like again I don't want to have I don't have too much spell for us for like simple plot points. Sure. Um nothing too crazy and hopefully nothing that's like a giveaway. Like I, I don't know if you watched um Batman vs Superman. Yes. But obviously like in the trailer they give away Doomsday and it's just like <laughs> yeah. you know, like well, we know he's killing Superman. Yeah. And then obviously it happened in the movie. And like, it didn't, but it didn't even add into the trailer either. The big month, like, say, you've got Batman versus Superman. Just put that in the trailer. Yeah, I agree. That's that's enough to get bums in the seat. Yeah. So, and obviously, one thing as well is that, like, obviously, like, Lucasfilm don't necessarily make the trailers. Right. So, again, it's these trailer companies. So, I just hope that, again, they don't give too much away. Because I want to be, I want to go to the movie and go on this journey. Um, I've always said cinema for me is like you're going on a journey so like these filmmakers are telling stories and you're following the journey right and obviously your favourite movies you watch again and again and again but that first time you want to just not know what's happening just follow it right and like go on the ups go on the downs of the characters follow the emotions get taken away by it so I'm hoping for a trailer it doesn't give too much away and allows me to do that in the movie there you go I agree awesome awesome Um so I haven't briefed you on this, Brian, so I'm sorry, but there were, there were, there's a couple of new stories I do actually want to talk about. Let's do it. Uh, so one is that, obviously, uh, Kevin... How do you say Kevin Feige? Do you say Kevin Feige? Yep. Do you say Kevin Feige? Kevin Feige. Because I say Kevin Feige, but... Yep, same. It's one of those ones where when you first read it, you're like, is it Feige? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, um, especially in the UK where he's not really in the media much. Right. So you're, just, you're just reading words. So it's like, how do you pronounce that? Don't know. Sure. Um, so yeah, Kevin Feige is, as you know, he's just signed a new deal at Marvel Studios. Yep. Uh, with a lovely new title to be head of creative. Yeah. Um, which I thought was what he did anyway, to be honest. But give him a fancier title and some extra millions, I'd imagine. Of course. Um, obviously, he's been announced um, that he is developing his Star Wars movie. Yep. With Kathleen Kennedy. That is true. 
Um, obviously, it's been it's in development. It might not see the light of day. Yeah, um, you never know. That ha- happens all the time. Look at um, look at the Boba Fett film that was being done by. Oh, <laughs> yeah. you're um, right you're right what was he called the director josh mm. trank josh trank that's the one yeah yep um so i mean i'd imagine someone like kevin feige that wanted to get the movie out there um i've heard it's a one a one film thing sure um, what's your thought what's your thoughts on kevin feige coming in and sort of do you have any sort of hopes of what kind of film you want it to be, like time wise, timeline wise? Uh, I'm pretty open as far like I mean, new Star Wars is new Star Wars. You know, as long as it's good, uh, I don't really mind as far as where it fits in the canon. Um, I I mean, I'm down with it. I like I like Kevin Feige. I like the Marvel movies. I think on paper it makes the most sense. You know, uh, I'm down. I'm down with it. Yeah, I mean, I'm totally down. I mean, I, I love the Marvel movies, especially. The Captain America ones are my favourite. Nice. Um, I love the whole story going into sort of Civil War. Yeah. And that was a big turning point in Same. the story. And then obviously I found, I thought Endgame was actually more of like the ending of Civil War, really. Right. Rather than the ending of um, Infinity War. Sure. Because it was because it was essentially the coming together of Cap and Tony. Right. Which we saw split in Civil War. And we got them to come together and obviously to save the world. Mm-hmm. So for me, they're the two. Everything builds towards Civil War for me. The splitting of them, sure, and then and then obviously after that leads towards the coming together. Yeah, um, I agree. So, so yeah, I think um, timeline wise, I don't mind. Um, I'd probably want it to be if I had to choose, maybe a little bit away from the Skywalker saga timeline, mm-hmm. just because that's still going to obviously it's ending. And the ending's gonna be really fresh. Now we want the ending to settle, right? A little bit before we sort of delve back into it. Um, for me, um, uh, I think it's great. Someone of his caliber is coming in. Uh, one thing I will say was that at Marvel, he's obviously sort of like he picks the good storytellers to tell the stories. Is what how I've always thought of it. I agree. So he's developing this movie. Is he developing the story himself, or is he? Is you going to bring someone in to tell the story? Who he knows? Um, Probably that one, I imagine, because he's not like a writer. You know what I mean? He just knows how to find the right people for the right story. Yeah, um, and my only concern is that I hope this isn't like going to take like fill in the space instead of like what Ryan Johnson's development. Right. Because also, you know, Ryan Johnson's meant to be developing like a trilogy of movies. Right. Um, that he said he might direct the first one, but like he, he interviewed this week, Ryan Johnson, he was asked, he was a bit like, "Oh, he's still working on it," but him and things are changing. Like some all the time, what he was saying for like when the movie's going to be done, right? And me, I took that as this isn't like a given that we're getting this. Sure, I mean they have so much uh, announced, you know, with the Game yeah, of Thrones guys, with uh, Ryan and Johnson, and I'm just down. And, and uh, yeah, and obviously the Game of Thrones guys' stocks dropped quite a bit due to reactions to that final season of Game of Thrones, which I'm not going to comment on the light that I didn't, but obviously public reaction was quite negative. Sure. Um, obviously, I think ratings dropped a little bit. So I think it's a bit like, again, are they going to go all in with those guys? It came out of the blue, the Kevin Feige thing. I was a bit surprised, but 
I'm hopeful. Like I said, he's produced some great, some of my favourite movies he's produced. Um, Winter Soldier's probably one of my favourite films. Um, you know, he produced that, he put that together. Right, right. Um, so yeah, I'm just hoping that it's sort of removed from the Skywalker saga. Same, I um, agree. And that, and that he gets a good team in. Um, who's to say he doesn't go and get James Gunn or something like that? Right, yeah, you never know. Because he's got relationships with a lot of people. Um, yeah, it's true. Um, so we will see. Um, so moving on from that, uh, we love talking about merchandise on yeah. the show. Um, obviously, it was Triple Force Friday quite recently. Yep. Um, in the UK, that actually hunt figures in the day. Well, I took the day off work, and um, it proved pretty fruitless. I just bought a T-shirt. Yep. Um, no, in the same. store. <laughs> but. I did manage to find uh, the carbonized Black Series 6 inch Mandalorian and the carbonized Black Series 6 inch Sid Trooper, both nice. on Amazon and Star Action figures. Um, so they've arrived. I've just looked at them today for the first time they've arrived today. Um, so I managed to get those. So I was quite happy with those. They look awesome. I got them for like, a fair price one um, before scalpers or anything got involved. So I found those good online, but I found the actual day quite disappointing. Because even like the UK Disney stores weren't even doing anything. They had new stuff in, but there was no like, there was no costume guests in, or there was n- there was no free pins or free posters, which you often get in the US. Right. Um, so so it was quite di- quite disappointing um, on the day. But that was my main new merch. Um, so I got those two figures. Have you got any new merch recently, Brian? I got the only thing I got was uh, so I got a shirt that was from Hot Topic. It's a uh, Qui Gon. It's actually like Duel of the Fates. It's Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan fighting Darth Maul, and it's like in a Japanese script, and it's like a painting on a shirt. Um, I got that on Force Friday, and then I also picked up, uh, thanks to Jonah Marie, actually, uh, who's amazing, she picked me up a copy of the Secrets of the Jedi book that's coming out next month. Um, They had advanced copies at New York Comic Con, so she picked me up one of those. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's really exciting. What's your thoughts? Have you read the book yet? Uh, So I just started flipping through it this morning morning and uh it's it's amazing i mean jedi are kind of my thing obviously um so it's really cool it's like told from the point of view of luke skywalker and it's like his findings you know and there's a bunch of like pop-ups and little inserts and stuff and it's neat it kind of reminds me of like the jedi path book um with with the little things you can take out and put in and stuff and it's cool the art's really nice i I like it a lot and is it luke tell the whole story of the jedi yeah it's like a. it's almost like a like a reference book. You know what I mean? Like there's pages about the dark side and then things about Sith Lords and then it breaks down which Sith and then uh, past stories, force abilities, um, all kinds of stuff. It's really cool. I, I highly recommend it. Because I had heard about it and that's one of the ones I penciled in but I had no idea when it was coming out. Yeah. It, um, it's uh, Next month is when it comes out uh, like officially. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Um, are you ready the novels lately? Uh, so I'm almost done with, uh, Black Spire and I'm digging it. I'm digging it a lot. I'm really looking forward to Resistance Reborn. Um, that's one that's pretty high on my list right now, but I think that comes out next month, I believe. Yeah. That Resistance Reborn is what I'm really looking yeah, forward to. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be great. I'm in the middle of Black Spire at the moment as well. I think I'm about five chapters in. Nice. Nice. Um, it sort of took a back seat lately because obviously I'm in the middle of moving house. Yeah, <laughs> um, of course. But once I'm in, it's going to be awesome to because I need to read that. I need to finish that one. I need to finish Black Spire. Yeah. I need to read 
Master and Apprentice by Claudia Greystow. It's great. Because um, I've got the book, I just haven't read it yet. And then I need to go and buy Thorn, Tre- Thorn Treason. Yep. And catch, catch up on that one. Um, so do, usually I might sort of all right on the canon side, but I'm a little bit behind. Um, but once I'm all moved in, we will remedy that. Right. Um, sort of merchandise I'm not going to afford to. I'm really, really looking... They look awesome, so I don't know if you've seen them up front, but the lightsabers from Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Not the ones that not the ones that you make yourself, although that does look awesome, but then like the master replicas. Yeah. Like the cannon cars. Some of the pictures people put on there, they look awesome. They do, they do. I mean I don't actually I mean I own one lightsaber. Well I own two lightsabers actually, you're gonna be like the second one. Um right. so the first one is the um it was like the Hasbro Black series, Luke Skywalker lightsaber from A New Hope. Um, but it's like the first version of it, if that makes sense. Right. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, and then the other lightsaber one, which is nowhere near the quality, but it's actually um, from 1999. And it's the Qui-Gon lightsaber. Nice. That, like, you put, that you used to use to like, play with your friends with, you know what I mean? It's oh, yeah. Really oh, yeah. But uh, that was my first idea with that one, actually. So Love it. I thought I'd make you, make me you too. proud with the quiet Yeah, yeah. I still have mine. My first one from when I was like eight years old. It's on my shelf right now. It's the old, like, flip it out, collapsible blade one. Yeah. Yep. So, the, so the part of the blade is always visible because the blade yep. folds in the lap to keep the strength. Yeah. Yep. So the same one here. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Yes, right, Brian, I think that, that brings the end of uh, our topics that I've got that I want to talk about. Right um, on. Is it... Uh, Anything else you want to chat about Star Wars-wise? I mean, I'm just excited. I think it's a really exciting time to be a fan. Episode 9 is 63 days. That's crazy. Uh, I'm, just, I'm glad that you that uh, you asked me to come on. It's really exciting. I'm, I'm super happy. I love I love the show. I think you and Alan are doing a really good job. Uh, like, killing it, oh. right, killing it right out the gate. So, well done. Congrats. Congrats on a, on a, on a show. I mean, you've done it. Yeah, thanks, man. I mean, to be fair, I've always wanted to do one. I started one a couple of years ago. I did like a few episodes, mm-hmm. um, and then just sort of like life got in the way. But also, I left life get in the way. If that makes sense as well. Right. So a bit of both. And I think it was the real conversation I had with um, with your co-host and Dr. Tiba Show Savannah. She's amazing. And, like, and I think she just said. Um, like you've got to like fake it but you make it that's true. 100% true <laughs> and I was like do you know what it is like I'm not going to have at the minute so at the time like I didn't have a podcast right so therefore how can I be enjoying a podcast and how could I eventually get like a good podcast sure because I haven't got, I haven't got one but if I've actually got a podcast that means there's something there like you can develop and you can change and for sure grow and get a chat with those awesome people Right, um, and it was there is. I've heard I say it before, but I think I just this time she said it, and I was just like, it just clicked. I was like, what is you like hundred percent need to be? If you're not making content, then how can you be making content that you like? Sure, sure. So I, I'm not saying I'm happy with every podcast, but I'm saying because I'm making content, it means I'm you can go. Oh well, that's that, and I can change that for the next one. Is yeah, definitely. Quite, it's really fun and creative. Um, not recording as much as we would like, um, just sort of work commitments and moving house. And um, believe it or not, me and Alan actually are never in the same room to record because right. I live in Newcastle, Alan lives in London. Um, sure. So it's finding the time to record as well. 
Tell uh, me about it. <laughs> yeah, and obviously I'm wanting to get a lot of um, different guests on as well. So obviously you're the first guest to come on from America. Um, right on. But, I'm proud. But, Thank but, you. <laughs> yeah, but we're hoping to get more. Fingers crossed down the line. Definitely, definitely. It's um, cool. I think it's. I think it's great. It's a. It's. It's a lot of work, and that's. I have. I have a lot of respect for anyone who uh, decides to go this this route and make your own podcast and get your voice heard because uh, you know the community needs it. It needs more people, and your podcast is from you. And I think your voice is is important. And I think it's great that it's among it's among the fandom now. I think it's awesome. Yeah, and as well. I mean, I don't want to go into too much, but I also feel it needs to be talked about. Sure. Now, as, as a, I don't want to get too political, but like as a white male, sure. as a white male, I don't, ex, I don't really experience this. And I don't see it a lot, but then I see it mentioned or mm-hmm. based on people I follow. Sure. Um, and obviously, like, there's quite a lot of negativity and quite a lot of gatekeeping. Oh yeah. Well, I wouldn't say quite a lot, but it, but it's quite loud. I would say. It's so definitely say, I don't there. Think it's, I don't think it's, but it's definitely there. And like, it's something that I just think like we don't need it. I agree. And like, and I thought that sure it's like. I'm not going to bang on about every episode, but if I can do an episode where I'm talking about Star Wars in a good light, sure. Then that's sort of part of the battle against the sort of the negativity. I totally agree. Um, so that's why I'm not asking you about anything that you don't like about Star Wars, or do you know? Or, do you know what I mean? Because why would we want to talk about the negative side of it? Sure. I mean, that's the thing. You know, Rose said it best. You know, it's not about fighting what we hate; it's about protecting what we love. Yeah, definitely. So I thought I had a positive, I've got a positive relationship with Star Wars and I just wanted to share that and how can I do that? Well, do it with a podcast. Definitely. And you know, us listeners are very thankful that you decided to take the plunge and go for it because positivity is needed, oh. man. Isn't it? Well, positivity in fandom. Yeah, for That's sure. That's what it's all about. <laughs> for sure. A little Sky, Sky Talker shout out there. That's right. Um, yeah, uh, I think we're going to wrap the podcast up now. Um, Brian, obviously, I introduced you at the start as podcast royalty. Um, <laughs> that is because that's because you're on two awesome podcasts that I'm aware of. I am on podcasts. Um, do you want to uh, tell us about your two podcasts that are awesome? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I am a co-host on the Dorky Diva Show, which is a Star Wars podcast hosted by Savannah Odit and myself. Um, it's a uh, it's different than most, mainly because we just argue all the time. <laughs> so uh, if you want to well, learn how to disagree agreeably, check it out. <laughs> well, I would say like anybody listening who's like, I think we've got most of UK listeners. Mm-hmm. So if there's anybody there who's not aware of the Dorky Diva show that Brian does co-host with Savannah, check it out. It's really fun. It's really crazy. It's really wacky. <laughs> and it's like Star Wars all over. It's just get immersed in it. Um, I find it really fun. I find a play it and like the podcast will finish and you, you think you've spent like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but, it's, but it's been like two hours. Sure. Um, so it's probably the most, it's probably the most like fun and wacky podcast out there for Star Wars. Right on. Um, and I mean that in a good way. When I say wacky, I mean it. Yeah, no, way. I appreciate that. That's a great compliment. Um, yeah, and then if you want to tell us about your second show, Brian, Yeah, uh, and then I have my own show called The Interesting Podcast. Um, if you search Brian Balance on pretty much anywhere you find podcasts, I'm sure you'll find it. Um, it's a show where I talk to somebody whom I find interesting. It's just a regular conversation of me connecting with other people as people. Uh, it's been pretty great. It's been pretty great. We just hit 100 episodes, and uh, check that out. I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of it. I think you'd enjoy it. 
Yeah, so obviously the interesting podcast. I definitely recommend it. Um, I, I love it. Thank um, you. I just want to. Who's your what? Who's your top three guests you've had on? Ooh. On the All right. Um, I mean, so this it's a it's a dumb answer. I'll answer your question, but first a dumb preface. Uh, I've been very very lucky in that everyone that I've had on has been amazing. Um, and I don't say that just to say that. I mean genuinely. Everyone has been so cool and generous with their time and their stories. And I've made some of the best friends that I have in life through that show. Um, and that wasn't the intent. It just sort of happened. Uh, Savannah and I met on my show. Um, that was the first time we'd ever actually like talked for real. And now, you know, she's one of my best friends. So it, it's just great um, to, to have a show like that where it's just people connecting, you know, and learning that like ultimately we're all the same. Uh, but my favorite episodes... Uh, well, I will say that they're all great, but ones that I recommend to people a lot. Um, one of them is Randall Duke Kim, who played Oogway in Kung Fu Panda. He was the key maker in The Matrix Reloaded. Um, he's just such a great, great dude. He has an amazing story. He was one that, like, really connected with. Um, another one is any of the Tom and Derek episodes. So Tom Wilton or Derek Arnold. Uh, they're some of my good buddies who've worked on the Star Wars movies. They're creature performers. Um, really any of the creature performers that have been on the show, I recommend. They're amazing people, incredibly talented actors. Um, and then most recently, uh, I celebrated episode 100 with my dad. Um, and that was, that was really, really special. He was, uh, he's been an inspiration for the show and for my life and getting to hear him, <laughs> getting to share stories that I grew up on, uh, with everybody else I thought was really cool. Um, so yeah, check those out. Yeah. So my favorite two episodes of the interesting podcast is Claudia Gray. Oh, nice. Yeah, Claudia is amazing. Uh, Tom Wilton. Tom Wilton. Yeah, see what I mean. Tom. And then, and then another one. My probably my third favorite one is because like, so I sort of briefly met this person, Celebration uh, Orlando, mm-hmm. and then um, obviously the one you're showing the person that was Daniel Berry. Yeah. Um, That's so great. I've, so I really, I really enjoyed that podcast because I sort of, me and him, I then have quite a bit in common taste-wise. And obviously, well, I mean, met in Celebration Chicago like, sure. for the second time, but this time sort of knew each other a bit more from online. But like, we, I don't know if he would say he shares the same thing, but like, we really had a connection. Yeah, of course. Um, so, I, but I don't know if that would be there if I hadn't learned sort of about him from listening to your podcast with him. Right on, right on. Daniel's great. So, so that's, that, that's my my three favorites are Cody Gray, Tom Wilton, and then Daniel Berry. Awesome. Um, Thank you. Thanks for listening. I appreciate that. No, it's awesome. So, again, any any UK listeners there who aren't familiar with Brian or his work, definitely check out the Doggy Diva show, uh, which is available on Spotify and iTunes, isn't it? Is yes, correct? it is. I believe it's everywhere. And also the Interesting Podcast. Yep. Which is also available on iTunes and Spotify. Yes, sir. Awesome. Brian, where can um, the listeners find you on social media if they want to interact with you of course uh people can find me online at jedi brian everywhere uh facebook twitter instagram all that stuff um jedi brian and uh yeah pretty pretty easy i try to get that seo awesome awesome have you got any uh last thoughts before you wrap up uh just remember everybody that you know your focus determines your reality (laughs) that is one of my favorite lines from star wars same 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 um, so yeah, we're going to wrap it up, guys. Um, this has been Star Wars, 
Uh, you can find us on social media. We're on Twitter at Bores Star. Um, Star Bores is already taken. <laughs> um, we also have a email address now, uh, starborespodcast at gmail.com. So if anyone's got any questions uh, you want answered on the show or any Star Wars theories you want to share, um, email them in um, to that email address. Um, I'm Peter Adams. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Pete Hitman Hart. As in the wrestler Bret Hart, he's my favourite. Love it. Um, but yeah, um, Brian, thanks for coming on. Um, of course, thanks for having me. It was great. Yeah, as soon as I knew you were available this week, I was like, I need to get him on. Need yeah, him on. <laughs> yeah so I glad. Didn't, I didn't have a show ready. Um, and in fact, Savannah, if you're listening, uh, me and Brian didn't have any show notes at all for the show. That's right, Savannah. Another person has brought into the light. No show notes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, thanks for joining us, Brian. Um, thanks for listening, everyone who's listening. Uh, may the force be with you. And stay tuned for another episode coming soon. Thanks very much. Bye. <laughs> Bye.